Welcome to this episode of Safe Home for struggling teens and their families finding their healing path. I am Joy, a teen recovering from substance use, suicidal ideation, depression, and anxiety. And I'm Joy's mom, Beth, and I am walking beside him as he works hard for his recovery while I work hard on my own personal growth and healing. We have created this podcast to transform the pain we've endured over the last several years into helping other troubled teens and their loved ones. We want to share what we've learned, what we've seen, what has worked and what hasn't. We are not experts in anything except our own stories, and we encourage you to seek out professional help if you're struggling. We have a list of resources in the description. Please note that this episode contains some swear words, descriptions of drug use, and mentions of suicide attempts, and may not be appropriate for sensitive listeners or younger children. We want to make sure everyone knows that this podcast is not glorifying or endorsing illegal activity or substance use. This podcast is for educational, prevention, mitigation, and harm reduction purposes. So Joey, what are the names kids are calling cannabis nowadays? Well, it's still probably going to be called weed, cannabis, marijuana, but um, there's new ways of uh, ingesting, vaping, smoking this substance now. So we could get into all the different types of ways you can take it. Yeah, why don't we start with, uh, let's start with eating it. Eating it. Okay, so (laughs) edibles. um, What all kinds of food have you seen it in? Everything. Well, the thing is, I'll break down the science right now, is that edibles are different compound than smoking it. Oh. Yeah, if you didn't know that, it, when you take an edible, it actually metabolizes in your... Uh, I don't, I'm don't. i not a scientist, so I don't know, but um, I think it... I'm pretty sure it turns into THCA which is a str- po- more potent than um, just normal THC or Delta 9. Okay, so you could really get <laughs> get into trouble with eating too many brownies. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why they say don't eat the whole brownie. <laughs> don't eat the whole brownie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so like brownies, what else? What else have you seen it in? Brownies, cereal. Uh, gummy bears? I think Gummy they're bears. They're literally in everything. Literally in everything. And I've seen, I know it's not exactly the same, but CBD, at least in California, maybe everywhere, I don't know. It's in like lip balm and dog treats and it's just everywhere. Yeah. No, no. Well, the thing is that um, you have for THC, like the one that's going to get you um, high for the edibles, you have to um, actually activate the cannabis. Oh. Because... Um, you can't just ingest a nug of weed and get high. Oh, what's a nug? Uh, oh, okay, a nug is like the flower. It's just one little bud of like cannabis. Okay. The it's actual the flower. Plant. Okay. So you can't just take a flower and eat it. It, it would do nothing for you. It would do nothing. Okay. You have to actually um, activate the uh, THC so it will be THCA or a different THC. So it will activate in your stomach. Oh. That's for edibles. Okay, so when you eat an edible, it takes a while for it to kick in, I bet. Oh, yeah. It has it to takes, reach your stomach. It, well, it depends on who you are, your body weight, everything, your metabolism. It, it could take from 30 minutes to two hours, maybe even six hours for some people. Oh. But it's really rare because it should hit you in like an hour. Okay. 
And then are kids still rolling joints? Oh yeah. Okay. That's uh that's the traditional. Is that practice. the main way kids are using it? No. No, what's the main the- way kids are using it probably vaping. Vaping. Vaping THC, but um the the OG way is to um roll a joint or a blunt. Okay, they call them blunts. No, um, a blunt is actually with tobacco. Oh. A blunt is weed and tobacco. Yes. Well, you wrap it in uh like a cigarello. That's what a blunt is. Oh. A blunt isn't a joint. Oh. Oh, a joint. Well, okay, tell me the difference. The blunt has two things in it. Okay. So a joint is just, you know, look up raw papers. It's just uh, like a hemp wrap with um, a filter in it. Okay. And then a blunt is usually no filter and it's like a cigarello. You break it open, take all the tobacco out, and then fill it with weed. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Before before all this happened in our family, I had no idea that you could vape cannabis. I thought vaping was just nicotine to replace cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of people actually don't know that still, but... Um, Today, I would assume a lot of people do know that you could vape THC and, and nicotine. The kids know that. Kids know that, obviously, but um, well, actually not not a lot um, because it's in this little circle that I'm in. It seems like everyone does know, but to, to like someone who's not a user of substances, they probably wouldn't know, but that's why we're telling them, you know? That's right. That's why we're trying to help people open their eyes. Okay, so vaping, can you give us a primer on vaping, like the equipment? Like how would a parent or a teacher or a coach know what a vape pen is? There's so many different types out there that it's hard to just say, this is what it looks like. And you guys change it all the time. Yes. And the companies, whoever's behind it all, changes it all the time. So it's hard to keep ahead of it. Yes. Oh yeah. You can't, you can't, you really can't, but the basics, the basic idea of what they look like are just like a stick of the USB looking thing that people are sucking on. That's like, <laughs> that's the, that's the giveaway. If, it, if you're seeing someone's like hiding their like hand and like leaning down when they're um, like in class or something, you know, something's up. So I know you guys used to hide it inside your jacket or sweatshirt or something. Well, you just blow the smoke into your jacket. So oh, yeah. like the, the smoke doesn't. Well, you know, okay. This is something that I didn't know for a long time, but um, nicotine smoke dissipates. THC smoke doesn't. Oh. So that's why you put it down your shirt? Yeah. So, so then you can just air it out and it gets into your clothes <laughs> instead of it just wafting into the air because it will not dissipate. The uh, nicotine you can zero in your lungs, which zeroing is a term where you just hold it in and it goes away. But Uh you can't zero THC because it will just stay in your lungs and you blow it out and the whole cloud comes out. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Now, can you get um, cannabis with all the different flavors like you can nicotine? Yes. um, Those are terpenes, actually. Terpenes are what or in fl- what flavors the world. Terpenes are in oranges. Terpenes are in grapes. So they take the terpenes out of certain foods and then put them into the uh, pods, cartridges, disposables to make them taste good. But there are natural derived terpenes from cannabis, which they put into um, the um, pods. The um, Okay, I actually should probably um, talk about the differences between or what is distillate 
in live resin and what hashes and stuff because yeah. it's all different. Um, so actually, distillate is um, you is distilling the THC to a point where it's concentrating all the THC. So that's why distillate. You if you see distillate is going to be the most potent because it's like, distilled down. It's distilled. Okay. It's concentrated. It's concentrated. Okay. That's what they call it. Okay. A concentrated THC. So it's probably going to be 87 to 99% THC, huh. which today that's what people are searching for, the highest potency. Okay. It, well, if you're looking for that. But then there is live resins, which is when you take the flower right from when it is fully grown, you freeze dry it, and then you do this process to where you, there's no cons- like distilling it. You just... Uh, you, there's different types of ways to get live resin, but um, you don't do anything where you concentrate it. You just you freeze dry it, and then the um, it's sort of like keef comes out. Sort of like what? Okay, keef is like um, the little dust that comes off in a grinder. Oh, how what how how do you spell that? K i e f. Keef. Okay. Like chief keef. Okay. So um, they take the keef. From this or this freshly froze froze drying um, weed, and then they um, heat it up under a press, and they press it, and out comes this concentrated THC that wasn't even distilled at all. So it's the most pure way of getting THC out without distilling it. Okay, so that's really kind of like the natural way. Yeah, that's what everyone is kind of going for now. The live resins, the um, non-distillates. So if you're like a a connoisseur of... Yeah, yeah. If you're a connoisseur of weed, you're going to go for the live resins, the ones that actually have the um, real terpenes in it, not like the blueberry terpenes that the kids want, you know? Okay. Yeah, what flavors are the kids going for? Anything that's fruity, anything that's sugary, but... For me, I, I, I'm like a connoisseur, so I, I like to get the real terpenes, the real flavors out of what I'm getting high with. So it, you want to taste the cannabis? Itself. Yes. Okay. There's companies out there that... There's actually been a lawsuit with some of these companies that say they're live resin, but they're not. They're actually distillate. Wow. Yeah. I bet you're unusual, though. I bet most kids like the, the sweet stuff. Um. My little friend group, we all like, oh. <laughs> we were, we were the con- connoisseurs of it, you know? Huh? Okay, well, well, bravo. Well, hopefully you can become a connoisseur of something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the energy, though. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so wh- what do you call it the old-fashioned way where you just roll a joint? What What is that called? That's not a distillate or a live resin. That's it? just straight smoking it. Straight smoking it. And yeah. that's not nearly as powerful as these other two ways. Okay, so there is, it gets you the same high, essentially. Oh, okay. If, okay, let's say you never smoked before, and then you smoke, you have the decision to smoke a dissolute pen, a live resin pen, or joint, I would say just pick the joint. Because safe, like the harm reduction, if there's different levels to those. Joint is going to give you the entourage effect. It's going to give you... A body high is going to give you different, and it's not going to be as potent, obviously. But the live resin, that's going to be in the middle. It's going to be 
60, 70% THC is going to be a little, it's kind of stepping up. Okay. And then the distillates are where you get to like 80, 90%. And that, if you're, you're a first timer, that's what I actually took for my first time. Ugh. I went into complete psychosis. Whoa. And I was in baseball. Okay, we're going to talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> Hang on to that. Okay. Because uh, I, gotcha. I want to I finish up about the vaping. and Because um, you guys talk about pods and what what well, are all these different Throw your questions parts? at me. I, I'm ready. Okay, a pod is what? It's, give, me, give me what you think it is. I think it's kind of like those coffee pods people put in their coffee makers. So it's like a little dish of it that you somehow put into your vape pen. Is that close? Sort of. Sort of. It's the same concept. Obviously, it's smaller and more discreet. But um, the pod is filled with the concentrate, live resin, or, um, yeah, concentrate usually, or live resin. And then they uh, there's a a coil in it that heats up. And then um, cotton, which soaks in the THC, or the concentrate. And then the battery, which the pod goes into heats it up heats the uh, coil up which heats the um thc up which vaporizes it at like a certain temperature because you don't want to combust it when you're vaping it because combustion is different compared to vaping oh right combustion is what a cigarette does yes okay and that's this is for probably another episode but um there's a thing called the iqos out now where you, you take dry herb um, tobacco and vape it. Oh, okay. Well, so it's healthier, but um, still underneath the name of a big name uh, tobacco industry. So it probably is going to be marketed and really expensive. Oh, okay. Well, we'll talk more about that in our nicotine episode. Oh, yeah, of course. So pod is one way to get uh, cannabis out of a vape pen. Yeah, right? okay. So what other pods, ways? Pods are usually... Um, uh, they're only for a certain battery. Okay, so it fits certain vape pens. Yes, take but pods. there is a cartridge, which is a 510 thread, which fits all 510 thread batteries. So a cartridge is universal to the battery. What's 510 thread? I don't know, oh, okay. to be honest with you. So I think it's battery? the battery? It, no, it's like the millimeter or the threads or something. Oh, okay. But um, it just screws onto the battery and then uh, the cartridge sits on top. Okay, so you either have a pod or a cartridge? Yes. Okay, so pod, cartridge, are there any other mechanisms that you could choose? Um, oh, yes. There's um, dabbing. Dabbing? Yes. What does that mean? Um, it's where you get your concentrate that is just in a little dish. They sell it to you in a little dish. And then you have to buy like a bong. Oh, okay. But then you get, instead of a bowl piece, which is where you put the flour in, you get a banger. And it's a glass piece, which you heat up to a certain temperature. And then you put the concentrate in. And then it smokes like a bong, like the function of a bong. Uh-huh. But it is vaporized instead of combusted. Okay. And yeah. Wow. It, does that make it stronger in your system to vaporize it? Or is it the same? It, it's probably the same. Probably. It gives you THC. It's but, a little um, bit, a tiny bit, uh, quote unquote, healthier for you than than combusting it and inhaling it, right? I've read some research that does say yes, that that's true. But the science isn't out for me to say that it's black or white, right. you know? So I don't know. They're both really bad for you. <laughs> yeah. But um, okay. I know originally, I think the vape people thought 
oh, this is much better than smoking and maybe it'll help people get off of cigarettes. No, but it hooked a whole other generation. Yeah, yeah, way bad. Yeah, this is, I don't know if they intended to, that, to do that or not, but it's Most likely. hugely impacted um, this generation here. Uh, okay, so any other uh, technical things uh, or terms that you think we should know? Well, um, yeah, B- there's not just vaping it. You now oh, okay. you can still smoke it like a flower. People do that still. So, uh, um, uh, paraphernalia. So there's pipes. There's bongs. There's one hitters. There's what's a one hitter? It's uh, it's either like a joint that's really small uh-huh. that you can hit in one hit. Okay. Or it's a little glass thing that is uh really small and you could fit like one little hit of weed in it. Okay, so uh, like we said about the cough medicines. Every substance has a something good that people get out of it. What is it that people enjoy from using cannabis? It's different for everyone. Oh, because okay. some people hate it the first time because they get into a state of psychosis and they don't know what's happening. They lose reality. Some people doesn't affect them at all. But then some people get that average high. And the people that do get that average high are, luck, are looking for an escape I feel I feel they're they're insecure or not in a bad way insecure but they just don't know how to handle their pain Mm -hmm. so when this is introduced to them they why why not take it 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 helps it 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 numbs me it takes me away from this reality so it dulls the pain yeah it, it dulls the pain in which you are feeling at that moment but it doesn't work like that forever. Tolerance is a thing. Okay, right. I've heard you say tea break. Yes, tea break is where you take a tolerance break. It's like a week to three months. Where you don't take it at all. And kind yeah. of build up your tolerance again. Tolerance, and then once you go back to it, you're going to get smacked. Okay, all right. Then it's going to hit you hard again. Yeah. Okay, so people use it to relax and kind of mellow out uh, any sort of anxiety or yeah, pain th- or there's, there's that's probably the underlying re- reason for anyone to get high okay right but there is people that are searching to get fucked up or really just messed up and i never thought you could get that messed up with weed i thought okay you're just gonna eat cheetos <laughs> and oh, no. be kind of lazy for a while but I didn't really realize you could get really badly messed up. You can never come back. Wow. Like, I know people that smoked weed for a little bit and then they've changed. Is that the the psychosis you're talking about? It's a form of psychosis. I'm sure it is like uh, they're prone to something in their family Mm. that um, in their DNA they have like schizophrenia, psychosis, or something. So it just wasn't for them. Okay. So they take maybe a big hit of it and then it just sends sends them them to the next reality. Yeah. And you said that happened the very first time you used it. Um, Yeah, but I came back. But you came back. Luckily. Luckily. Because I remember that I was playing baseball and I just remember not being able to like comprehend what I was doing. I I was like a ball. What is ball? like ball like i I couldn't remember what a ball was wow that's very dangerous (laughs) yeah no 
Wait a second. You use cannabis before a baseball practice? Oh, I... I mean, your first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I remember vividly that I ripped it in class. Uh, one of my teachers, my one of my favorite teachers, actually. And I was walking through the hallways and it hit me. Oh, I was like, man. okay, okay, this is it. This is it. Okay. But then it kept coming. Okay, let's back up a second. You experienced cannabis for the first time in class. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people have, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so... That was actually really bad because uh, yeah. set in setting, it's a psychedelic. People don't know that. It's a psychoactive chemical uh-huh. that affects your mind. Uh-huh. It's not like nicotine where it's non-psychoactive. It, it's a psychoactive substance. So kids are, kids are using cannabis in class. This still kind of... I've known about this now for several years from you, and it still just blows me away. How, how can kids use it in class? Well, think about back when you were like in school. Wasn't there like that stoner? Oh, yeah. The, yes. But they had to go down the sidewalk and across the street and, you know, or they skipped class or whatever. They weren't doing it in class because I suppose because it would smell. True. But um, people still smoke joints in class. Or not class, but in the bathrooms. Oh, yeah, they, in the bathrooms. They smoke bongs in the bathroom. They smoke pipes. They. It's not like they... If an addict will do anything to get their fix. Yeah. So if they're fiending at school, they're going to do it. Okay. So your first your first hit of cannabis uh, in class and then you left, you know, started walking out of school to baseball practice and you're like, whoa. Oh, my frames per second got really slow. Frames per second. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Like it looked like I was like glitching through reality. Wow. Yeah. And then you're supposed to go play baseball. Yeah. I somehow did it. You did. Oh, the next day I actually, we, we, it was a game. Oh my God. Uh, I played outfield and I caught a ball. You did. Under my second time under the influence of cannabis, which blows my mind because I was not there. I don't know how I played baseball. Wow. Now this explains why your, your performance went kind of south. Yeah. In your uh, actually, sophomore year. I, I wouldn't say that. Be- I, I mean, because I actually started hitting a lot better. Oh, actually, no, that's not true. Yeah, no, it went bad. <laughs> I, yeah, we were like, oh, he's forgotten how to hit. Um, yeah, but I had no idea because, you know what, I thought, I thought having you in the baseball team, the high school baseball team, was our insurance policy against drug abuse because I thought Joey would never jeopardize his place on the team. And of course, if anyone found out, he'd be kicked off the team and he would never want to do that. And of course, and these are athletes, they wouldn't want to abuse their body. So I thought, oh, we're free and clear. Joey won't do drugs as long as he's in baseball. And then how ironic and depressing that that is who introduced you to you. Actually, it wasn't a baseball kid that um, introduced me. Oh, to it wasn't cannabis. a baseball it kid. It wasn't. Oh, okay. The baseball oh, okay. kid introduced me to psychedelics. Oh, hey. ah, baseball kid introduced you to psychedelics. Okay, yeah. great. Uh, okay. Well, I'm glad you didn't get hit by the ball or, uh, you know, hit somebody else. That would have been terrible. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I, I was risking my safety and others' safety while doing that. Yeah, scary. And uh, the, so the, is that the psychosis you're talking about where everything feels really out of whack? Is, is that what you're talking about, psychosis? No, is that psychosis just the high? is losing touch of reality. And I could get 
deeper into that, but I think in another episode we'll talk about psychosis. So, um, but a basic breakdown is losing touch of reality. Okay, and I am pretty sure that this is the piece that's why teenagers should not be using this substance. Is oh, it's- oh, for sure, it affects your mental health. It, if you go through psychosis, another, I believe psychosis is an ego death. Uh. An ego death shows you that you are not like the center of your life. Everything is one. Everything is all. Like the Matrix or something. Literally. Okay. So that is what affected me and broke me down and got my mental health really like low is that realizing that there's more. Mm. And that's all I can say about that is that it affected me. To a point where I was questioning my reality. Right, right. You wanted but, to get into a higher consciousness. And, yeah. Uh-huh. Escape from this reality. Uh-huh. And I believe teenagers are much more susceptible to this psychosis from cannabis than adults. Um, well, yeah, I, I would assume because your brain is not fully developed. Not developed yet, yeah. But anyone with psychosis or schizophrenia or any of those types of um, illnesses in their family or in there that are prone to it if you wait longer and then and then you're older and you take the cannabis it will instantly snap you into schizophrenia or like because it it takes time to develop those those, um, diseases oh okay yeah. But but take it, getting this psychosis from a large dose of... of uh, oh, yeah. No, what you were saying that it is bad for kids, yes, it's true. Because then you're opening the world of what could happen to you later on earlier. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. All right. And do you, can a kid get this psychosis from just a small amount or do you have to take a lot of it? Um, You could, I think, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think you have to have like a certain amount mm-hmm. that the psychoactive amount mm-hmm. to where it would um, uh, put you into that psychosis. Be dangerous for that. Because at small doses, it, it it doesn't really affect your mind. It really affects your body. And that's why people use it for cancer and mm-hmm. stuff. But at high doses, they use it for cancer too, to really affect, mm. to get rid of the pain and stuff that they're mentally going through. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I, I know it helps a lot of people. Um, and at, at a, in a small dose or maybe just like adults that use it on the weekend or whatever. All right. Yeah. Um, but it is addictive in a certain way, right? It's for me, it was, um, mentally addictive, mentally addictive. So not physically addictive. you like, you don't have to go to a detox to get off. No, of no, no, no. Well, sometimes you get like, well, I know some people that get sweats when, and they can't eat after. So it's a little bit of a physical withdrawal, mm. but, um, Usually, for most people, it's just a mental addiction. Like, oh, I need that. Yeah, it's because it's been your coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it makes sense that you're going to go back to something that you're used to. Right. It's familiar. I think a lot of people think it's not addictive. And so that's why they think it's not so bad. It's not yeah, addictive. No, well, no one really knows until they know. Right. You know? And maybe it's addictive for certain types of people who are maybe predisposed. To addiction or and stuff. Having, or alcoholism. Mm-hmm. It, it really depends on who you are and your, your mm-hmm. brain chemistry. Because different people have different brain chemistry, which 
can affect how a drug affects you. Mm-hmm. So no one who smokes pot is going to get the same effect. Right. It's very individual and you don't really know until you until you're getting into it and then it might be too late. Yeah. Now, there are some well-known uh, negatives to using uh, weed. It, it kind of makes you lazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, okay, I could break down strains for you right now. Okay. There's probably now there's like millions of strains or thousands of strains, but the, there's three basic strains. Okay. Indica, sativa, and hybrid. I don't know if you heard of those. Uh-uh. Okay, indica is usually the one that's going to make you sleepy in oh. the couch. Okay. Sativa is the one that's going to make you up, energize. Oh, I didn't know. I thought it just always made you kind of sleepy. No, there's different strains. Oh. And then there's hybrid, which gives you an even balance. A little bit of both. Usually. Okay, so the stoners are taking the, the indica one. The, you can't like label the traditional stoner stoners. like... That's not a, like a label you should put someone under. Oh, I shouldn't use that word anymore. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just that like because people who ingest cannabis are just going to smoke, you know, or eat it. They're not they're not going to they're not strictly doing it to just be lazy, you know? No, no, no. Right. But it kind of is an effect, right? It kind of makes you unmotivated and Yeah, but they're not doing that just to be lazy. They're they're right. smoking it's just a, a coincidence that that's what happens. Right, right, right. They're not um, they're not lazy to start with. Then they take cannabis. It, it's just kind of an effect of yeah, the cannabis. And some people don't even get lazy. I know people that get so active when they're on cannabis that really? they 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 clean. They 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 just run. They go out and run. They work out. It's not what a lot of people think. Oh, I'm I'm working on old stereotypes, perhaps. Yes, you very much are. All right, like Beavis and Butthead kind of. <laughs> yeah, Beavis and Butthead got it right, though. <laughs> they were right. <laughs> <laughs> they got it basically right. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of what I have in my head. Yeah, but th- those are like the, you know, like those like. They think they're hilarious. Yeah, like yeah. you think you had the most outrageous thought, but it was literally just like the microwaving turn o- turning on or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. Um. Did it did it affect you in that way? Did it make you feel tired or? Oh yeah, I'm the type of person that gets affected very bad. Like yeah. I, I I will just sleep. Yeah, I will sleep the day away because it's a, after I've dabbled with psychedelics. This is actually something that people should know. If you dabble with psychedelics, marijuana will never be the same. Oh, because it's a psychedelic. If you take a harder psychedelic, it will show you the world of psychedelics. So when you take marijuana. It opens your eyes to the psychedelic part of it. But you're like, oh, but I want more. And no, then- it's like, for me, I was like, damn, I, I just want my old high back. I don't want this trippiness. I don't, uh, I don't want this weird stuff that happens when I'm on weed. I just want to be high. Uh, but it, it, is it impossible to get that back again? Oh, yeah. You never can get your first high back. Mm-hmm. That's very true for opiates, too. Mm-hmm. Is there any other things that make it bad for you? Drug testing for jobs. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hard to get a job if you're... Because um, how long does uh, cannabis stay in your system? Usually a month. A month. Two. Yeah, a month or two. But if you two. detox, like with drinking a lot of water, peeing a lot, it will come out in like less than a week. Okay. You could really work it, but yeah. it's not... 
if you, yeah, if they surprise you with a drug test. Oh, you're, you're screwed. You're screwed. You're screwed. Yeah. So, oh boy. Oh, I should also talk about Delta 8. Do you know what Delta 8 is? No. Is it related to COVID Delta? No. Or, no <laughs> Delta, Delta 8 is actually um, part of cannabis. It's, um, there's, so normal THC, which is sold in um, like dispensaries, is Delta 9. Delta 8 is what people have, is a new trend that people have actually figured out that to get it legally. Oh. So it's just one like molecule or compound off. So in, in the like federal law, it says like Delta 9 THC is federally illegal. Oh. But Delta 8 isn't. So you can, you can find Delta 8 in a smoke shop. That's where I get, that's how I usually get high. Okay, so a smoke shop, which typically would just sell um, nicotine. Yeah, nicotine. Now they're able to sell (sighs) THC. With this kind of loophole. Yes, it's a loophole. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, so that's, it's not as potent as Delta 9, Mm -hmm. but it still gets you that psychoactive high. Oh man. What about if, if you use cannabis and then drive, is that dangerous? If you have a tolerance, I would say no, because you... You, you don't know how many people are out there that are high when they're smoking yeah, or high when they're driving. So, yeah. It, it doesn't make it as, as dangerous as alcohol. Oh, no. You're not as impaired. Right. But, but you are. So for some people, they're very impaired. And yeah. I just would recommend not driving while under the influence of, okay. of anything. Sure. Really. Absolutely. Even like psych meds. It could affect your um, mental, like processing so you could essentially be affected while driving under any medication but usually the ones they give you wouldn't do that to you Mm. i am super grateful that when this all happened you were only 15 oh yeah and well i mean the driver's license you you still don't have a driver's license you're 17 now yeah um, but thank God. Because oh, I know. Because I would have been behind the wheel under the influence of multiple things. That's super terrifying. Yes. And I've been in the car with people under the influence of multiple things, which yes. is a scary thing that I think about now. But yeah. in the moment, I was under the influence. I didn't care. Right. So you combine a couple of you guys doing this. Oh, Yeah. And it gets <laughs> out of hand. Yeah. Because, uh, you, you know, your frontal lobes haven't developed yet until they're 20. And I think until you're 25, your cognitive part of your brain is not fully developed. So your decision making, your risk taking, your inhibitions and you're like, oh, what the heck? You only live once, you know, YOLO. Yeah. And kids are just not super wise. And it's not your fault, really. It's just biology. It's you're literally not, just biology. You're not ready yet. We're you're supposed to be nurtured and taught. But mm-hmm. in this society... No one knows. Yeah. No one knows. Because it was a stigma. Reagan, the war on drugs, screwed. Oh, oh yeah. The war on drugs. Yeah. Screwed. We can do a whole episode or a whole series on that. Oh, yeah. It screwed the potential of research mm. for multiple drugs. That's terrible. It, it's sad. It's sad. Well, there was one time I was trying to find you. You had run away. And I called the, uh, the cops in the local town. Uh-huh. And... And I said, he's using drugs and I just don't know where he is. Can you help me find him? And can you help us? And he's like, what, what drugs is he using? I'm like, well, he vapes nicotine and uh, cannabis. And he's like, oh, okay, he's fine. And uh, I'm like, uh. That pisses a parent off and that pisses me off because I was in a bad place. 
I was not yes. good. I, I was not good. And you Obviously, if I was running away, I, I'm not good. I'm like, that pisses me off. He wanted me to said. say opioids or uh, meth yeah, or no, something. No, no. Because that's what we think is mm-hmm. affecting our kids. But no, it's all drugs. Mm-hmm. All drugs can is is the way to escape. It's been very very frustrating. That aspect of it is incredibly frustrating. It's like like everyone is just blind to it for some reason. Well, it's it's not always their fault because they were probably taught differently. Yeah, taught wrong, taught something that wasn't true. So yeah. they're basing their reality off the like their beliefs and what they what they've been taught what they've been taught so not facts right and not the truth of what is actually happening to kids right because they didn't have a safe home podcast no they didn't (laughs) (laughs) okay so i think you said in an earlier episode that cannabis was your very first substance you used out, out of everything um for psychoactive. Oh, for psychoactive. Yes. You vaped um, nicotine before Yeah, that. oh, I smoked cigarettes before. Oh, smoked cigarettes and I uh, vaped before yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, so cannabis is your first psychoactive. Okay, very good. And for any of our listeners who are wondering why I don't know this stuff, <laughs> uh, I don't know why I don't know it. Joey's a mental health and uh, it's just been chaos for a couple of years until pretty recently and joey's been living with his dad for a very long time um so i i haven't had access to all the details which probably has uh, saved my sanity in some ways uh, la 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 i don't know <laughs> what is happening to joy but um anyway that's why i'm surprised at some of these things <laughs> um this is the first time we're sitting down to talk you know details about it yeah uh, what was the reason you used it that very first time in class? Why did you think that was um, the next step to take? Okay, so I've actually always been interested in smoking. I've always, I used to actually roll up note, sticky notes and smoke them. Really? Like you'd start them on fire? Yeah. Uh, when I was like six. What? Yeah, I've always been interested in smoking. I don't know why. It's just been weird. I've always like watched people on TV like yeah. smoking and stuff. They make it look kind of glamorous. They make and- it look cool, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, wow, I just want to hold that smoke in and blow it out and stuff. But when I was first offered, the, uh, it was a vape pen. It was um, a brass knuckles. I can tell you that. What is that? It's just a brand. It's like a, a under the under like black market, stu- like boof ass like cannabis but um a black market what it's like a cart black market cart cartridge cartridge yeah okay and i was like okay i I bet this is like nicotine right so my friend handed it over i was like okay and he's like just rip it man and i'm like okay bet and then i just ripped it as long as i could not knowing what it was i'm thinking it's nicotine right oh you thought it was nicotine yeah i thought it was nicotine so he essentially laced me (gasps) oh did he know he was doing that to you yeah. He was doing that like to be mean or to No, trick you? he wanted me to enjoy the high, but he was like he didn't really know how it would affect me in the future. Oh my god. And how it would affect him. So um but yeah, it was unknown and then I was like where's the throat hit? And then I just realized I was like, "Oh shit." Cuz the throat hit is what you get from nicotine. Yeah. You 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 don't really get like a throat hit 
from weed, but you get a lung hit. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, uh, shoot, this is not nicotine. And I was like, I was like, oh, well, okay. with, my, with my brain, I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's, let's try it. Let's try it. Let's try it. Always so then I just walked out to practice and then it hit me and I was like, oh, this is what it is. And then it showed me what uh, it took me down that path wow. of searching for that high again. Wow. Now, how did you said that you got uh, this particular kind came off of the black market? Where do you guys get this stuff? Well, now you could get it from black market, like drug dealers and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, dispensaries, you can have. Well, actually, now if you, <laughs> it's really easy now. When you turn eighteen, when I turn eighteen or something like that, it, it's easy for you, kids to um, get medical cards now. Oh, you just get a medical card and go to a dispensary and get yeah, it. Yeah, you could get it. And then you have an older brother that is over eighteen and eighteen. Oh yeah, that you have to go ask your older brother. Hey, can you give me some of this? Blah 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 blah. It, it, there's so many ways to do that. Okay. So you get it from a drug dealer. And when you get it from the underground like that, it, could it be laced with other stuff? It could that be laced you don't with anything. Know? It could be laced with fentanyl. It could be laced with meth. It could be laced with molly. It could be MDMA. It could be mace, laced with anything. Anything. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so kids, you wouldn't, they're pretty strict at the dispensaries, right? You, a kid, a younger than 18 kid couldn't just go get it there. Certain, certain, uh, dispensaries are really regulated, but like the underground, there's underground, um, dispensaries, which are not like, um, doing taxes and they're just swerving all the government stuff because it's still federally illegal. Is it like a storefront though? Yeah. It's a storefront, but it's like, blacked out windows and stuff oh, okay not a big sign saying weed you know it, it's low key. oh you gotta know where it is yeah you gotta know where gotta it is cash. you gotta yeah pay cash yeah oh goodness all right um i distinctly remember a time where you had it delivered to yes. you and you made that work for yourself how would yeah. how would a delivery guy give weed to a 15 year old tell me that okay there's different ways of Working the system, just have a guy that doesn't care. Uh-huh, yeah. Because these guys that drive this delivery truck around... They're, they're smoking. They're, they're smoking, smoking themselves. <laughs> uh, are there any other ways that uh, adults should know how kids are getting hold of this stuff? Is it sold at school? Like- yes, it's sold at school. You can't really do anything about the things at school. That's like the hardest. So if you're suspicious of your kid like doing anything... Just be honest with them. Don't sneak around and say, and try and drug test them. Be very open with them. Come to an agreement that I want the best for you. I don't want, I, I obviously don't want you doing drugs. But if you're already doing it, do it safely, please. That's mm-hmm. the whole harm reduction mm-hmm. like idea is mm-hmm. that you don't shame someone. You just help them through it. Mm-hmm. And if if it's between, uh, you know, taking a a pod or an edible or a what what's the safest way? What what's a harm reduction way to to deal with that? Um, the best. Okay, so if they're vaping right now, and they tell you that, I would say you could go to edibles. That would just take a low dose of edibles. It would get you the same high 
but you just are not destroying your lungs. Yeah, those vape pens are pretty dangerous, and we don't really know the long-term oh, yeah. effects. Well, the black market ones are the ones oh, that were killing Oh, they had the vitamin E. Because the vitamin E, yes. That's what actually one of my friends had to be hospitalized. He almost died. He almost died, and it was... I didn't, I, I didn't know him at that time, but... What happened um, to him? He told me. Uh, he um, got, like, a box of fake carts, smoked them all, or, like, 50 carts, thinking that they weren't... They're real THC, but and they weren't just hitting him. But then he was smoking all of those, getting all that vitamin E in his lungs, and just collapsed oh, his lungs. Man. Yeah, and he almost died. Oof. Yeah, because I think you told me that story before, and he just all of a sudden couldn't breathe. He... It was like a slow, just like, uh, like kind of like heavy breathing. Like you started really slow and then like he couldn't breathe at all. Then he was like, oh, the hospitalization, you know? Well, he's lucky yeah. he survived that. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. So edibles, at least you don't have the lung issue. Yeah. But you could really overdo it with the edibles too. Yes, you can. You can, you can um, lose yourself on edibles yeah, yeah. more easily than uh, probably smoking. Right. But what about... Would just taking CBD do it for anybody? Or no, it's not psychoactive. Not psychoactive. So the piece that everyone's wanting is the THC. Yes. The CBD is good for your joints or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you have, like, there's one-to-one uh, THC pods where it's like THC and then CBD, which actually is really good for people that uh, have, like, joint problems or, like, I would say ca- cancer patients would mm-hmm. use the one-to-ones uh-huh. because it gives you the THC and the CBD. And it, it helps you eat. Yeah, and it helps it gives you, you eat. gives you the munchies. So yes, if you're it does. having trouble getting food down or uh, yeah, keeping yeah. weight on. It's not the only thing to do. You can obviously get help from others, therapy, uh, just talking to people, reaching out. And you don't want to just go strictly straight to a substance to help right. for um, an ailment. Right. Yeah, let's find the root cause of... Yeah whatever for whatever substance or whatever habit or dysfunctional thing that you're trying to do that's not working for you. Yeah. So how do you get off of cannabis? It's everywhere and it's so easy to get. And how do you get off of it? It's the person's decision. Mm -hmm. You can never make someone. It's their decision to get off of it. And they have to realize what it's doing to them. Because some people, they, they will never get off of it and it will never affect them. Yeah, some people negative handle way. it just fine, right? Especially but, if you're a grown-up. Yeah, well, it doesn't, not always a grown-up. Some people that are my age, they, they just smoke it or eat it or whatever. And they're once doing a week. fine in school. And they're oh, doing, they're fine. They're, they're going like, to college. They're, they're, they get to four-year. Like, they're set. But they still do it. Is this the type of people like, okay, so I'm a sugar addict. Yeah. Are these the type of people that can eat like a half a cookie and then leave the rest? Exactly. Oh. Yes. They can eat moderately. Uh, they can use uh, cannabis moderately. Yeah. And that's when you're an, I wouldn't say addicts are strictly um, not able to um, moderate it. They can moderate it. It's just the fact that they can't go without it. Yeah. You just need it, need it, need it. Need yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what what was the process that you made to, to say, okay, I'm done with this? It was seeing how it affected my family life and my friendships and my mental health, especially my mental health, mm-hmm. that I was like, it's not worth it no more. It's not worth the pain that I have to go through. And 
just getting off of it for the time I, I have is teaching me that it, it was bringing me down very yeah. much so. Yeah. You're like a whole different person. What have you noticed as far as your moods and your physical? Um, Physically, I can see clear. Like literally see clear? Yeah. Wow. Like literally, because it haze, it fogs up your vision. It's oh, it psychedelic. Does. Oh. So it affects your vision. And uh, also, I can breathe better. I can... Um, what else is there? Um, Do you feel more awake and alive yeah i feel a lot more awake because whenever i'm on it obviously i'm the one who gets like really tired and schlumped so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'm i'm a better person i think a more productive person when i'm not on it so that's why i'm going to continue not being on it yeah you're kicking butt with this podcast and i mean you're you know whew, ready to go oh yeah let's get uh, this thing started you uh, know? i'm so ready for this yeah. to um help others. Yeah. I want this to help others. That's my goal is to help others bring this issue to light of mental illness, drug abuse in teens that a lot of people don't understand or know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you were on weed that you would never have had energy to start something brand new oh, no. that no one's ever done before. No, I would probably have a great idea about it, but yeah. never have the uh, motivation <laughs> to do. <laughs> right, right, right. Lots of good ideas. Yes. And the follow through. No. Okay. What should parents and other adults and authority figures do to help kids either not get involved with cannabis at all or help them get off of it? Nurturing. Nurturing, never shaming. Like never shame someone for anything Mm -hmm. because nurturing is the best way to help anyone. Nurture them. Tell them it's okay. It's okay that you're struggling. You can get through it. Mm-hmm. And I will be there to support you through this, not shame them and say, you're doing this wrong. You're doing everything that I don't want you to do. Mm-hmm. S- change up the wording. Say, this is not what I hope for you. I know you can do better, mm-hmm. but let's work together when you're ready to help you get through this bump in the road mm-hmm. so the kid the kid or the person who's addicted to any substance they have to come to that readiness themselves though right yes they can't they can't be forced to do it no one can be forced to be ready but saying things like um you'll never get anywhere or you're ruining your life or that kind of thing that, that doesn't is- help anything makes it worse yeah it makes it makes you want to go uh, smoke. escape it wants yeah. you it makes you want to escape that because you're feeling shamed mm-hmm. and you don't want to feel shame shame is a negative emotion you you want to be nurtured that's all i can say is you want to be nurtured through pain uh-huh yeah so obviously there's some sort of pain involved if you're using substances so if the support people around you could help you figure out what that pain is and how to handle it, how to get some sort of therapy or some sort of treatment for the pain, not for the addiction necessarily, but for the actual pain that's causing it. Instead of saying, what's wrong with you? Say, 
what, what happened, happened to you? you? Yes. That, what happened to you? That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh-huh. Yeah. Figure out what happened to you. Why are you in so much pain that you, you know, smoke cannabis in the middle of class? Yeah. What, <laughs> what brought you to that point? Figure that out. But I bet a lot of kids are very secretive about this because I know they get in super big trouble. And- oh, yeah, because most likely their parents will not react in the right way. And this is why we're helping those parents, those teens prepare for that confrontation with their parents, with their kids. It's to be a nurturing um, time, not a shameful time, because that's the exact opposite of what a kid needs at that time. They need support. Right, right. Hmm. Uh Wow. Okay. That's really deep. That's really, that's really a lot. Uh, that's a lot. I feel so good after this that, um, you really, it was able, it was for me to vent about my, um, experiences and I, 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 and I'm so excited to keep doing this with you. So it's helpful for you to tell these um, terrifying stories. Yes. Because I'm not just holding it in. I'm explaining them and, that's what a lot of more people need to do is not be afraid. Yeah, just bring it out into the light. Yeah, and well, do it with someone you trust, obviously, but um, and that cares. But you need to share your experiences. You can't just live in it because you are perceiving things that may not be true. Right, right. Well, I hope that uh, that kids or adults that are um, trying to get off of it can find the help that they need. We. We'll have resources listed in the description of the episode. So check that out and uh, find a therapist or a listening ear, even if it's not your, you know, parents or, you know, find another adult or another peer or another friend that that can be that listening ear, that nurturing presence that that can help you uh, get what you need to heal. Uh, thank you, Joey, for sharing your story. I am so proud of you. Oh, I can't you. even stand it. I'm so proud of you. Thank and you And so I'm much. so glad you didn't die any of the many ways that you could have died yeah. along the way with cannabis and all the other things. And I'm just so glad that, that we're at this point where you're able to take all of the many struggles that you've had, dark, dark, hard struggles, and you're transforming it like a butterfly into something helpful to other people. And I think it's really helping you in the process, which is a beautiful thing. Yes. And that's my goal is to help others. That's my calling is to help others. And on the way while doing that, it's helping me. And I'm grateful for you and everyone who's supporting us through this journey. So mm-hmm. thank you all. Mm-hmm. Thank you all. So uh, please share this episode or share our podcast with other families with teens or preteens, teachers, uh, anyone that comes in contact with uh, this generation of kids to help other people be more informed. And if you can rate us in Apple podcast, it helps our podcast get uh, out there more so more people can hear it. So thank you very much for your support and stay safe.